the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Authorities now say 120 people have been killed, more than 100 more injured in Korea after being crushed by a large crowd pushing forward onto a narrow street during a Halloween festival. Authorities say the death toll likely to climb. Iran, a major point of discussion during the Israeli president's visit to the White House. After holding talks with President Biden in the Oval Office, Israeli President Herzog said the two leaders spoke about the threats posed by the Iranian regime. Iran's pursuit of nuclear weapon, Iran's crush of its own citizens in a brutal, vicious and malicious way. He also said they discussed Iran's supplying of weapons that are killing Ukrainian citizens. Greg Clugston, The White House. And this is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. This week, John Fetterman's catastrophic debate with Dr. Oz. Hi. Good night, everybody. All this and more. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, good afternoon. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya is a hard-hitting podcast that focuses on pop culture, politics, and world news from Michelle Tafoya's unique perspective. Listen at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. Sunny and 66 degrees today. We have a low of 43 tonight. Sunny and 63 tomorrow. Thanks for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog for the past 20.5 years, shot in the dark.info, five days a week. I bring you the truth as I see it every day, along with my partners, Mr. D, uh, Mark, uh, Jeff Kuba, and uh, First Ringer, who, by the way, is uh, working one on a big project via the blog here along with myself. It's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about that later on this year. I think it's going to be a fun one. Uh, actually, i got a couple projects going on here right now via the blog, shotinthedark.info, uh, five days a week, which is basically my show prep for this show every week here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network, along with my uh, best friends on the radio, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at 3 o'clock today, just an hour out right now, uh, Brad Carlson, 
on uh, AM 12A, The Patriot. Tomorrow, 1 to 3, the closer edition of the Northern Alliance. And King Banyan, the best economic show in the world, period, in a sentence, on uh, our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, since 2004, dominating Twin Cities media, giving you everything you actually need as far as the truth goes. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hope you can join us here. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment here because we're going to change things up a little bit from the original plan on the broadcast. But uh, still, we've got uh, plenty to talk about from the last hour here. Why are the Democrats, well, I want to say Democrats, I mean the DFL, why are they trying to wrap themselves in victimization? I, I thought about that because this is this is Minnesota, a, a state that Democrats have controlled at the statewide level for 16 years, even before even when the Demo- uh, Republicans had control, uh, had the governor's office, they would usually have control of one or both houses of the legislature. I mean, uh, Governor Pawlenty in 2008 through 2010 faced a full court press, two chambers of Democrats who barely managed to hold the line, got overridden on a few vetoes, including some terrible budget bills. Before him, well, you had Jesse Ventura. He was a mixed blessing at best. Certainly uh, a blessing for those who like to joke about governors, but uh, he he did some good things. And, of course, he's a conspiracy theory-mongering loon these days, who whose endorsement Governor Waltz is glad and happy to have. Because who doesn't want an endorsement from a 9-11 truther? At, at any rate, before that, you had Arnie Carlson, who, let's be honest, he was a Democrat. Uh, that guy was a, a wolf in blue sheep's clothing. Uh, the guy came out as a Democrat after he left office. Uh, it was really interesting to see. I mean, the Republican Party before Tim Pawlenty, say what you want about Tim Pawlenty's relative level of conservatism. Uh, as William F. Buckley said, I, I always vote for the most conservative candidate who can win, and Tim Pawlenty was that 20 years ago. Uh, but the the Republican Party before 1998 was a very different party than it was after 2002. Uh, the old independent Republican Party, and included for a while the father back in the 70s of candidate Scott Jensen. And I got a real chuckle this past week out of uh, a number of members of the lefty media. I believe it was someone from the uh, Minnesota Reformer or perhaps the Southwest Journal writing a piece about how... Uh, Scott Jensen's father, back when he was in the legislature, was ripping on Republicans for being too extreme and conservative in the early 1970s by way of saying that that the the DFL's approach to Scott Jensen is, hey, knock off that conservatism or we'll call your father. Didn't strike me as a great campaign. Uh, Also, they're terrified of what might be coming up out of the Feeding Our Future scandal. Powerline had a great piece on this this past week. John Hinderocker, cloak and dagger in the free food scandal. Uh, A package arrived as the center of the American experiment, which led to an article by the essential Bill Glahn, perhaps one of half a dozen actual journalists in the Twin Cities. Uh, uh, Hinderocker, by the way, former co-host of this broadcast, writes, quote, so what was in the package? An anonymous cover letter that presumably came from someone associated with the now-defunct Feeding Our Future and copies of emails exchanged in August 2021 among Feeding Our Future's founder and its lawyers on one hand and representative of the Minnesota Department of Education and Minnesota's Attorney General's Office on the other. What do the emails show? 
Feeding Our Future told the Department of Education that it suspected fraud on the part of uh, one of the organizations participating in the free food program. House of Refuge, Feeding Our Future, wrote rather implausibly that this was the first indication of fraud in the program that had come to its attention and asked for guidance from the Department of Education. John Hinderocker continues, Bill Glan has written a post on the mysterious envelope that includes a link to all of the emails. The post title, quote, even Feeding Our Future tried to warn state officials about fraud, end quote, sums it up pretty well. Minnesota's Department of Education and Attorney General's office essentially blew off Feeding Our Future's concerns about its own fraud. They couldn't be bothered, apparently. At one point, a Department of Education employee wrote, quote, MDE takes no position if fraud has taken place. Hinderocker finishing up here. It's quite remarkable that the principles of feeding our future are presumed to be on their way to the penitentiary. But even they showed more concern about millions, potentially hundreds of millions in stolen money than Minnesota's Department of Education bureaucrats and the attorney general's office. By the way, for those of you who flunked Civics 101. The Department of Education reports to Governor Waltz. They're supposed to be overseen by Julie Blaha. And the laws of the state are supposed to be enforced at last resort by the Attorney General. Are you smelling what I'm cooking here? 651-289-4488, the number to call. Let's uh, go to the phones in Ham Lake. Jim, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Mitch. Uh, thanks for, for being the conservative voice of Minnesota there, partner. Always a pleasure. Can you hear me okay? Loud and clear, you're on the air. Go right ahead. You're still on the air. You got uh, something you want to shoot for here? Yeah, yeah, Mitch. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure you could hear me. Um, um, well, I was wanting to comment on, on uh, just this general uh, flavor that... Uh, that your, your conservative talk show has against uh, Donald Trump. I don't know if it was just a, the flavor I got today when you used the term uh, uh, the Donald Trump uh, uh, making kingmaker out of uh, certain candidates across the country. And, and you mentioned some candidates here in Minnesota, how sometimes it worked good for him and sometimes it didn't. I'm, and my comment was, uh, my, my my contention is that it wouldn't good, it wouldn't work good for Donald Trump in Portland, Oregon, and much the same as it wouldn't work good here. But um, just the general dissension of your guys' network towards uh, the anointed one, what I call the anointed one, old Donald Trump. I mean, even if a guy doesn't doesn't like Donald Trump, I tell you, it's hard to beat his values as a president of the United States of America, trying to. Um, you know, go, go towards that end, you know. Uh, I don't disagree, Jim. I don't disagree in the sense that while he was president from his inauguration up until, I don't know, maybe a month or two before the 2020 election, he outkicked his coverage, as far as I'm concerned, by a long way. Uh, he, he was he was a much better president than I had hoped he would be. I, I will say I didn't vote for him in 2016. I wrote in Scott Walker because I was so underwhelmed with all the choices at that point. Scott Walker was my guy. So was he was he a much better president than than a good chunk of the American left and media will let on today? Absolutely. 
I mean, if nothing else, I, as I said in 2016, I thought, well, he's got the nomination. We have to make the best of it. I thought if he gives us one or two good Supreme Court nominees, this is going to be a win. And he gave us three great ones, uh, three great ones that are going to be influencing American laws for a generation. And hopefully we'll, we'll be able to support that as, as more openings come up in the future here. But there's the little matter of everything that happened from the election on until the inauguration of Joe Biden. And that gave that that gave the Democrats the forever what they believe is going to be a forever get out of jail free card of being able to paint all Republicans as insurrectionist anti-democracy agitators who who think the election was stolen. Now, it's B.S., I think the vast majority of us say, yep, Joe Biden won the Electoral College vote as established in the Constitution. And while there is reason to be concerned about the integrity of a lot of elections, especially in places like Minneapolis and Philadelphia and San Francisco, I mean, not San Francisco, because nobody expects there to be Republicans contending there. But in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul, the, the, the idea that the, the Donald Trump gave the Democrats nationwide this eternal get-out-of-jail-free card for any violence they inflict rhetorically or literally against democracy because of what happened on January 6th and because of his claiming without, let's be honest, a whole lot of empirical evidence that the election was actually rigged. I mean, we all have our suspicions but every time Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani went to court, they came up with almost nothing. There may be a case or two out there still floating around, but the vast majority of the cases they brought, they went into court with nothing, like the dog ate my homework level, nothing. And that undercut his legacy to me as someone who thinks the constitutional process is more important than any politician, uh, much less any individual policy. The fact that we have a constitutional process that all sides follow and have faith in and pass on faith in and justify the faith in is more important than any politician, more important than any policy, more important than any election even, really. Now, the fact is the Democrats don't take are are actually a whole lot more systematic about undercutting that constitution, that process that thing in which we need to have faith. We'll talk about that later on the broadcast or maybe make a whole hour out of it next week because there was a fascinating little bit of uh, social media that came out of, of all things, Susan Sarandon this past week. She uh, posted uh, a, a article. Actually, it was a, a bit of a, of a meme saying, and I quote, it didn't start, and I hear Susan Sarandon, lifelong liberal, I thought she's trying to dunk on Republicans. I'm actually informed she's actually kind of disaffected with the Democrats herself. So maybe, yeah, welcome to the party, pal. But she wrote, or she passed on a meme saying, and I quote, it didn't start with gas chambers. It started with one party controlling the media, one party controlling the message, one party deciding what is truth, one party censoring speech and silencing opposition, one party dividing citizens into us and them and calling on the supporters to harass them. It started when good people turned a blind eye and let it happen. Uh, this, this is, this is the, she's describing the Democrats, whether she knew it or not. I'm starting to think maybe she did. And the January 6th episode, whatever you want to call it, 
the Democrats at least think it's given them an eternal get-out-of-jail-free card, and that is the biggest problem to come out of the Trump regime uh, episode. Northern Alliance, back with some Stillwater School Board candidates. When we come back, go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some days I feel so down I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. This is Bible League International with an urgent plea. You know Christian persecution in the 20th and 21st centuries exceeds all previous 19? I mean, that tells you that we're addressing what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church. Christians are paying a heavy price simply for believing Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. This woman in South Africa was hated by her family now that she's come to Christ, but here's her reaction when she finally got her own Bible. You were in Mpumalanga. The lady there, she knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. AM 980, the mission listeners, you're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist persecuted believers all over the world. You've done that for about 400, but our goal is 1,600. We're short and we need to ramp up in the coming days, so please pray about it. And then at $5 a Bible, $100 since 20, would you make your most generous gift by calling 800-YES-WORD? 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at am980themission.com and God bless you for caring. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. I'll say it again because it's important. With the midterms right around the corner, we're excited to announce our live coverage from GOP Election Night Headquarters, uh, eight o'clock on Tuesday the eighth. As the Narn, that's myself, Brad, and Jack 
uh, bring you up to date on the up-to-minute updates from the Double Tree by Hilton in St. Louis Park. We've done a bunch of elections there. I love doing elections there. Uh, you can stream at am12athepatriot.com. By the way, it's brought to you by good friends at North Oaks Financial Services. Uh, so I'm really fired up about this. We've done this for every election since 2004, and we hope to keep doing it. Hope you have a lot more fun tonight, by the way, than we did in 2012. Fingers crossed. God willing and with a tailwind here. But... We've been talking a lot about national races, Senate races around the country, uh, congressional, uh, gubernatorial, statewide races here in Minnesota, even some legislative stuff here. But the bulk of government's impact on your life, uh, especially if you have kids or grandkids or children in your community, uh, comes with local races, your county commission, your city council, and, of course, your school board. Uh, In Minnesota, school boards have an exceptionally disproportional impact on your life and the life of your children. And control of school boards is something that conservatives have taken for granted for as long as I've been involved in politics, and that has got to change. With us, a number of people are hoping to do exactly that uh, on election night here, four people who are running for the uh, Stillwater School Board. We've had a conversation with them over the last year uh, or two, and we're looking to do that again here. A lot of interesting campaigns have started out in Stillwater. We're looking to uh, hopefully shock the world a little more here. So let's... uh, we got four of them in the studio here right now, a studio that was built for exactly five people. So we're at full capacity here. This doesn't happen every day. Let's start around the car. I'll start uh, counterclockwise. Uh, Larry, introduce yourself to the audience here. Hello, everybody. I'm Larry Becking, and uh, I come from the uh, financial business. I'm semi-retired, and I just want to thank the Patriot and 1280 for allowing us this opportunity. Absolutely. We'll, we'll talk about uh, why we're running in just a moment here. Next, uh, going around the clock here, Mark Bezdechek. Uh, yeah, introduce yourself to the audience. Good afternoon. I'm Mark Bezdechek, resident of Lake Elmo, Minnesota. We're hoping to steer the school in an upward direction. Excellent. We'll talk about the, exactly what that means in a moment. Let's move uh, down the line to Phil here. Phil, uh, introduce yourself to the audience. I'm Phil Sanors. I'm an executive since 31 years old. I'm 64. I've led global transformational changes around the world, and I wish to do that at 834. And 834, I'm assuming, has something to do with the Stillwater School District. That's the district number, I'm assuming, I did? Correct. Yeah. I, anything east of Century Avenue might as well be Wisconsin to me. I'm a Midway kind of guy. And finally, uh, a repeat offender here, uh, Jessica Johnson. Jessica, welcome back to the show here. Thanks for having me again, Mitch. We had you about a year ago, I think it was. Almost to the day. And it, it, you, I think you ran a write-in back then, right? I absolutely did. And I was watching that campaign all night long. For a write-in, you did really well. Yeah, for 35 days, had 2,200 votes. That's not bad at all. Now you're actually on the ballot? Absolutely. All right, this is going to be a whole lot more fun. So let's start, we'll start back with you here. Let's talk about this. Last year, you uh, Last year, you came in with you, on uh, not even on the ballot. Now you've got four people on the ballot here. Tell us a little bit about the goal of this campaign that you and, and many activists in Stillwater are running. Absolutely. Uh, Jessica Johnson running on academic focus. Uh, we've seen a decade of decline, consistent decline. We can talk pre-COVID, leaving a significant number of kids behind, which is why I chose to run. I can move my kids around, but not everybody can. So I'm here for all of the neighborhood kids. A lot of people are stuck in the public school system, whether they like it or not. They do have to make the best of it. So what? uh, let's let's move on to Phil here. What was it that that prompted you after a a long career of actually accomplishing things in the real world to to try and tackle the ultimate problem, getting achievement out of a public school district? What what brought you into this race, Phil Sainors? Well, I have personal experience with manufacturing companies trying to hire uh, high school grads, and they're not capable of running the equipment. 
<laughs> so that's a that's a big issue. So yeah. 2013, uh, the test scores for math were 72 percent. Last year, they were 41 percent. Ooh, that that's sort of Minneapolis sounding numbers here. But this is Stillwater we're talking about here. One of the school districts that people used to look at and go, "Yay, this is why I'm moving to Stillwater because of the awesome schools." A number of you are shaking your heads here right now. I want to come back to that here because this is just one of several issues that have that you you, you folks are leading on here. But uh, Mark Bezdecek, uh, what what got you into the race? Well, the professors I know at a couple colleges, they relate to me that these kids can't articulate in their writing or in their speech. They're unprepared, so many of them, for the coursework that's set before them. So going back to the high school graduation rate, which is ninety six percent last year, but we have. of those same students are proficient in reading, math, and science. This has to change. That's it's wrong. That's not just wrong, but ghastly. I mean, this is again one of uh, up there with Edina as one of the and I quote good school districts. Uh, Larry Becking, what brought you into the race? Well, Mitch, I'm a a parent and a grandparent, and uh, I don't like what's happening in this country in our schools because I love the country, I love our community. And it's just very disappointing what's happening in our schools. So we intend to change that. So let's talk about the intended changes here. Uh, Jessica, what what is it that this slate of candidates, I'm assuming this is a, a slate that yep. you're trying to get you know, people to vote for here. Uh, I, I mean, if not, it's to be a great idea because you guys are quite the slate here. But uh, tell us a little bit about the agenda here. What is it that this slate, this movement, uh, is it trying to accomplish with the Stillwater Schools? So we didn't have any intent on running as a slate. We've actually separated ourselves because the um, incumbents and opponents are union-endorsed. The incumbents that have been seated for the last two years lowered the reading goal for third graders to 61%, which is an illegal goal. Um, So we all came together because we were all talking about the same thing, academic achievement um, and fighting for that. That's what brought us together. So tell us a little bit. I'll move on to you, uh, Phil. Let's talk about the, the board that you're all trying to run for here. I mean, we, we know from having talked with Jessica and her various friends last year that the uh, Stillwater School Board is pretty much a wholly owned subsidiary of the teachers union, like like my own St. Paul Public School District here. Tell us a little bit about the environment that you're trying to get elected to and the effect that you think you can have if you are, if the four of you are elected. How big is the board right now? I mean, hopefully if all goes well, you folks take four seats. What Tell us a little bit about the sitting board right now. Well, you're exactly correct. The uh, teacher union endorsed board who doesn't pay any attention to the academics is proven by the decline. But that's been consistent over the time in the United States in total. All The influence of the teachers union must, I would think, with the Wall Street reports, the Star and Tribune reports, the ACT scores, the SAT scores, the fourth grader sc- uh, test scores, the eighth grader test scores, the MCA test scores, PISA test scores, every other test score has gone down and, and for nine years running. Yeah. So if that's not something out there that we need to reflect on whether the teachers union have a proper influence in the public <laughs> education system in the United States, then something is really wrong. My father was a teacher for 40 years, probably the best teacher that ever taught in a high school, uh, actually. And I don't believe he ever voted for a Republican in his life up until this last election when it became and purely a Homer thing, because one of his old students and one of my classmates is the first lady of North Dakota. So he's got to vote for Governor Burgum. That's the only reason he would have. But. You get him talking. Uh, I, by the way, he was a former Teachers Union local leader back in the 1970s. Uh, 
But you get him talking about the teachers' union today, and he sounds like a Ron Paul guy. I mean, the guy is, you talk about the, 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 the power of the union and the corrosive influence of the administrative establishment in schools, which hand in glove with the union, really. I mean, they, they mutually watch each other, uh, scratch each other's backs. And it's led to nothing good. So let's talk a little bit about the agenda. We'll move on to Mark Bezdechek here. Tell us a little about what you hope to accomplish uh, if and when you get elected to the school board. Yes, when, when we're elected, we need to change this 41% of the high school seniors that are not proficient. They're not ready for life after high school. They've been given a diploma. And yeah. It means hardly anything. So academics, we have to go back and third grade, they have to read proficiently at third grade. Statistics show that if they're not proficient at the end of third grade, they will not make it. Oh, yeah. So there's many safety classes in, you know, there for them to take to get that proficiency up. But how can we end up with 41% nine years later? Something yeah. is wrong. We have to put into place the classes, the instruction, and the practice they need to be proficient. But but the Stillwater School District has been so underfunded in that time. Oh, wait, no, it, it has not been. <laughs> no. uh, Larry Beckett here. Uh, I mean, there's an old saying in my field that uh, it's easier to, uh, to, to, to chip up concrete and, and redo a, a concrete pour than it is to change code. And I have to imagine bureaucracy is even worse than that. I mean, how do you see I mean, the, the, the bureaucratic state that builds up even in school districts like Stillwater here? is got to be a little like hacking away at granite countertops here right now. How do you see, what, what effect do you think that you and the rest of these insurgents can have on the, on the system that has sprung up in Stillwater? Well, Mitch, that's a great question. I think one of the things that I see is there are a lot of people that are really disappointed in what's happening in our schools. And so I think with, uh, with the four of us getting in position in the board, I think we can change all that. I just want transparency for... Uh, the parents, the teachers, the students, and the school board, no hidden agenda. We want to get out there, let everybody play a part. We'll talk about what transparency means in a moment here, because that's one of the one of the issue, one of many issues. In, in, in addition to the collapsing standards and a kind of proficiency of the students, it's like, what what does transparency mean in this context? We'll come back to that. But uh, quick question. we got about 30 seconds remaining. Any website where people can find out more about you singly or as a group here? Uh, we can run through that real quick here. My uh, website is votejessica 8 34schools.com. And uh, we'll go with you, Phil, here. Phil Stores for 834. We'll have to get more of these. It's uh, uh, Mark Bezicek. So, Larry and I have the same website. Back to Basics. 834. 834. Back to Basics. I will get the list and post those at shotinthedark.info when I get a moment to do some typing after the show here, but we'll have to get that guy going on here. Uh, we're talking with an array of candidates here. I'm not even going to try and list them all right now, but we'll do that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, the Patriot. Questions, comments, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. The stock market is proving to be bumpy but resilient this year. You like seeing your account statements grow, but what does it really mean? How can you tell if you have enough or if you're on track? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll talk about how to look at your account values in terms of what it actually means to you in retirement. They'll share with you how your account values equate to retirement success or failure. Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them at 855-231-6010. 
Your heating doesn't need to be spooky this fall. The team at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning are here to craft custom solutions for you and your family. Get ahead of the howling winter weather and take advantage of this month's spooktacular offer and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. The temperature dropping means more time inside. Ask your local sales rep about Standard Heating's indoor air quality solutions and receive $100 in savings on a UV light or electronic air cleaner with your purchase. Now offering 0% financing for qualified buyers, these savings won't be here long. Call now and save $1,500 or more on a new furnace and AC combo. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment today. Mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, we know meaningful conversation is important to you. That's why you listen to us each and every day. But we think you'll also enjoy our sister station, Freedom 1570. You can tune in and hear the right perspective on today's news and hot topics. You can hear from respected hosts like Dana Lash, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro. I listen to him every afternoon. And much more. So it's online at freedom1570.com. The perfect companion to the Patriot. The format so nice we broadcast it twice a day. The 1280, the 1570, 1440 The Businessman, AM 980 The Believer. We, we got you covered all the way across the board. 651-289-488. Why, yes, I worked in music radio. How can you tell? Uh, we're talking with four candidates for the Stillwater School Board. Uh, right now, we're, we're talking with Jessica Johnson, Phil St. Ors, Mark uh, Bezdichek, and uh, Larry Becking uh, right now. And we'll, we'll come back to all of you here right now. But uh, let's talk about, uh, about how this all started. Jessica, we talked with you about a year ago. You were a write-in candidate fighting for against a, 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 um, a uh, levy that they were trying to sneak through. 
And I thought that was skullduggerous enough here. You've been busy on this for for a while now. What have you been hearing from other parents and taxpayers in the Stillwater area? Uh, It's been pretty consistent at the doors. People are really concerned with what they believe are alternative agendas in the school, lack of focus on basic academics, um, introducing things that um, many families feel are controversial, all the while children are getting caught in the middle. So um, I'm just hoping to get uh, the public schools back to a place where all families can feel safe. That doesn't seem like too much to ask. And one of the other things that you brought up, and I'm, I'm going to move down the, the line to Larry Becking here, and as I work my way back around the circle here, uh, you talked about uh, your campaign seeking transparency uh, from, from the school, Stillwater School District. What does that mean? How are they being opaque? I've got an idea, because I've been dealing with some rather KGB-like school administrators myself for the last 20 years, but tell us a little bit about you and your group's vision for what makes for a transparent school district. Well, Mitch, uh, when we, if we're fortunate enough to get elected to the board, and if the folks will do that for us, my my view of it is to make everything available to the parents so that when we have a school board meeting, the parents have a right to speak. They will not be, we won't call the cops and have them escorted out. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. And uh, we will we will be open, we'll be an open forum for anybody that wants to contribute that's in the community. And for teachers, you know, we want to hear from teachers, we want to hear from parents, we want to hear from everybody that can contribute to the goodwill of the children, of the students. So what is being hidden from you? I know I'll get a question from some progressive or another about that. What, as you have dealt with the school district with 834 over the past period since you did, before you decided to get involved, uh, what is it that you believe is being hidden from you, Jessica? I will tell you that there's been a lot of questions at the door about whether or not CRT is in the schools. I'd, this isn't a topic that I'm campaigning on in any way, but I do want to bring forward that it is there. Um, I've been in the schools. There are books there that would be considered controversial, White Fragility, for instance, and yep. other Ibram, um, uh, Ibram Kennedy's yeah. yep. uh, books. And also, if you listen to the children, if you actually talk to the children, they tell you stories of divisiveness, of being labeled as oppressors. Um, those types of things have no place in the school. Um, and if we see that, um, we're going to be um, putting a stop to it. And the reason I say that is because academics, before everything, needs to be what's front of mind. And um, everybody's beliefs should be respected, and therefore we should withdraw them from the schools. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, I want to say favorite, I mean least favorite things about modern schools today. They, they will say, well, actually, CRT is only taught at law schools. Well, yeah, but we're talking CRT light. We're talking treating the 1619 project as if it is absolutely gospel truth, uh, legitimate history. Uh Phil St. Orr, you're looking to get on here, go, go right ahead. Well, there's a number of stats that don't count for anything. One of them is there's a thousand parents that have pulled their kids from this school. Wait, well, out of how many? Well, they're supposed to, there's 12,000 in the district, but only 8,300 of them. So what happened to those other 3,700? Exactly. Yeah, and a thousand of them have recently pulled them out. And if you look at the wait list on the other schools in the area, there's another thousand there. So really, instead of people staying around and fighting to improve the school, they don't want to fight what this nonsense is What that when this mob routine that's ignoring the test scores, they get so rabid and they attack people. So they, they pull their skin, kids out to better schools, higher grades and a life because everybody knows the academic uh how important academics are in a a person's life in their adult life and the stillwater school system is failing them 
unbelievably. Their third grade test scores right now, 48.5% of the third graders can't read at minimum standard. Oh, wow. 48 and a half. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, by the way, uh, I mean, that's a, a third of the district has departed. That That's Minneapolis and St. Paul level numbers, maybe even worse. Uh, uh, Mark Bezdecek, looked like you were trying to get on uh, with a point here. Well, yes, there's the sex education that's in the schools. State statute requires that all classes that are offered to the students need to be presented uh, open to the parents they need to know that before it's presented and that's not happening and they have it they have an opportunity to opt them out for something else and then it's the inappropriate books in the libraries that they're exposing the children to pornographic stuff at early ages from first grade on uh, larry becking anything to add no i think my uh, associate said it quite well uh, Jessica. I have one thing to add. We don't have any evidence that those types of books are in the elementary level in our district. I do know they're in the surrounding districts. What I would ask for is access to the library catalog from all schools be available to parents so they can review that. Yeah, and if it's not there now, it will be at some point because the slippery slope uh, is a real thing. No place more so than in uh, school curricula these days. Uh, the slippery slope is a is a, geogra- a geometric curve that starts relatively shallow, and by the time you're paying attention, it's heading straight down like a stuka diving from the sky. Let's go to the phones in Stillwater. Mike, uh, you are on the air. Go right ahead. Uh, hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, in Minneapolis and St. Paul, I hear the expression that there's, there's no social justice if Johnny can't read. So I hear a lot about academics, but I'd like to hear from the candidates, is there an emphasis on one area versus the other? Is, uh, is reading the underpinning of everything else? And, and how would they create a first priority among the first priorities? To and and really, I, I think the question behind it, by the way, thank you. It's an excellent question, Mike. Uh, the question behind the question is what role does the school board, especially the school board, uh, if if they if they start following the agenda that you are all uh, pushing here, what effect do you have on curriculum, Jessica? You're you're grabbing the mic. And- it's our job um, as a school board to gain the insight of the community and make sure that the vision that they um, want upheld is upheld. So um, we can write that vision, and um, our new superintendent, Dr. Funk, would be responsible for um, fulfilling that at each district or at each school individually. Um, my focus is reading. K through three needs a heavy focus. We need class sizes of 20 students or less to get that started. We don't want any more children falling behind in reading. Uh, Any notes on how you want to approach uh, the curriculum issue? We'll go to you, uh, Phil Sinors. Well, first, I'd like to say uh, my main goal is is to set a goal to be number one in the state of Minnesota in the MCA scores in four to six years. So that's a definitive, defined, measurable item. So as for the curriculum, anything that supports that's neutral and isn't historically biased yeah. that will achieve that goal. Uh, Mark Bezdecek. Polls have shown that 90%, 97% of the students can be proficient in all these areas. So the goal should be 97%, not the 61% the current school board <laughs> is aiming for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Larry Becking. 
Well, I would like to see us strive to be number one in the community, number one in the state, number one in the nation, and therefore probably be number one in the world. Now, whenever I hear people talking about this sort of reform to the education system, people on the left, people part of the status quo say, well, you just want to teach the Walt Disney version of history, uh, to which I, I, I respond to, uh, by the way, my old high school history teacher, who's moved a little bit to the left as he moved up through the ranks of administration, with whom I'm still in friendly terms for some reason, I, uh, believe it or not, uh, and I'm happy to say so. Uh, so I'd I, I like to respond to, yeah, but either is the Ingemar Bergman version of American history completely accurate. Jessica, you, you have seized the mic yet again here. I've read the 1619 Project. I yeah. cried quite a few times. Some of the stories in there are absolutely heartbreaking and gut-wrenching. Yep. And I don't deny that these terrible things existed. Right. However, America, we lost something like a million people fighting for the freedoms that we all now have. And the American dream is real. I came from the inner city. If you want to, you can become whatever you want with hard work and perseverance. Yeah, absolutely. It was 600,000 Americans, which in scale today would be like having 6 million Americans die in a war. And that's just in combat, not, not, not all the civilian casualties as well. And the, the idea that everything about America was built on on, slave, on the slave trade and on the institution of slavery is just a, a slander against uh, against the founding fathers and against everything, every ideal that went into the American experiment. So uh, election time coming up here. Uh, uh, we're 11 days away here. Let's go around the corner. I'll start on the other uh, side here. Uh, why should people in Stillwater vote for you and bring their friends to the polls to vote for you as well? We'll start with you, you know, Larry Becking. Well, Mitch, I think the number one reason is we want to get back to the basics. We want to get academics as number one, not all, not any other kind of, uh, you know, social engineering or whatever. Yep. We want to make sure that academics is number one. That's, I'll just pass it on. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a great place to start. Mark Bezdechak. It's so important that students learn to read and write efficiently early on because, again, if they don't, if they're not successful by the end of third grade, stats show that they will fall behind for the next nine years. We can't have that. We want to put in place the programs we need. We have the funding. We have the teachers to make this successful for the students. And we're in a situation we've got to do damage control for uh, for two years, now three years worth of students whose, whose education has been set back by the, the panic response to the pandemic. Uh, Phil St. Orris. There's a phrase out there that as you are in third grade, you will be at 55. Oh, right? God. Yes. So right now we have a situation where 48.5% don't meet reading standards. So what's that going to mean to them at 55? There isn't any study out there that shows the impact of education. So if I was a parent out there, parents' responsibility is to feed, love, care, and protect their children. Public education is supposed to give them an opportunity in life and to help them achieve the potential of the kids that are graduating and attending the 834 is so much lower than what is occurring that it's a travesty and something really needs to be done. If you were to vote for us, we will set academics and we will drive it home and we will make it happen. Jessica Johnson, same question. I believe that um, we need a change. Uh, We need the school board to be um, a community of governing bodies, not the union solely. Right. Yeah. Um, the union has endless amounts of money. Everybody knows that. Um, but they don't um, 
have a place at our table. They have their own boardroom to to participate in. So I just want to get the community together focused on making the district a safe and loving place for all students, which should go without saying, where they all feel comfortable coming together to learn together. So let's go around one more time with the websites to, to find out more about your campaigns. Jessica www.votejessica834schools.com. Phil Stores for 834.com. And uh, Mark Bezicek. Mark Bezicek, it's um, back to basics, 834.com. And that covers both you and Larry uh, backing here. So, yeah, I will get all those up on my blog at Shot in the Dark anymore because that's a lot to remember. Thank you all for coming out here today. Best of luck in 11 days. I'll be watching this race uh, up there on my A-list of things to pay attention to because uh, while everyone's focused on Senate, Governor, Attorney General, uh, Minnesota State House, and all the congressional races, this is where the rubber hits the road for a lot of people. Thank you all for coming in. Thank you, Thank you all for running for office. Thanks a lot for having us, Mitch. Northern Alliance Radio Network, one more segment to go, which means really the fun is still just beginning. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Twelve eighty, the Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM twelve eighty, the Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When your house needs siding, roofing, or windows, you can sit through three long-winded sales calls, or you can schedule a short meeting with me and receive quotes from multiple contractors by email a few days later. Hi, I'm Ryan with my three quotes. I've had customers contact me recently saying, I've already received a couple bids. Is it too late to get in on your process? The answer is a huge no. It's not too late. In fact, if you already have bids, I can prove to you how great the prices are through my three quotes. I've recently worked with homeowners who received quotes from one of the biggest window companies in town, and they were floored by the prices. I was able to get quotes for them through another major brand with better warranties, better ratings, and best of all, save them thousands of dollars. If you want to make sure you're not paying too much, give me a call and I'll stop by for a short meeting. It's free and there's no obligation to buy. Set up an appointment today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. Some fall reminders from AMI. 
Turn off your outdoor spigot to avoid frozen water lines. A furnace tune-up will ensure you stay cozy all winter. Get priority scheduling and save with AMI's Total Solutions membership as low as $9.99 a month. An electrical safety checkup will ensure all smoke and carbon monoxide detectors are working. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Go to thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N lawoffice.com. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. That's uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, who passed away this past week at 87. To be honest, I thought he died in like 1985. I was always amazed he was still alive. Uh, one, one of the greatest, absolutely the last remaining uh, voice of the original generation of rock and rollers. And I know he, he's actually performing live and in public. And within the last 10 years or so, he, he stayed at it throughout his whole life, uh, pretty much. I mean, not quite... As much as Les Paul, who was gigging up to a week before he passed away at 95, 96. Still, it was a pretty good run for uh, for Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, interesting personality, to say the least, and I say that in the full Minnesota sense of the term. But uh, rest in peace, Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, it was it was an amazing uh, run, absolutely. Let's uh, try and go to the phones here at uh, 651-289-4488 in Invergrove Heights. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch. Good to talk to you. I have a question for you. So I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to reconcile this in my head. So with Justice Thomas and Sam Alito both having been willing to hear the case, uh, you know, about the uh, elections uh, not being run properly. uh, And you have the book by Molly Hemingway rigged and you have the film by Dinesh D'Souza, 2000 Mules. I'm I'm trying to understand why you're so. Uh, it sound, and correct me if I'm wrong in my understanding, but it sounds like you're very, um, like you feel very strongly that the election was honest. Or no, I don't feel strongly. That the, I I, feel, I don't feel strongly that the election was honest. I feel that it was uh, done. The electoral college vote was done in accordance with the process in the Constitution, and until you meet the standard that you need to meet to to attack that. You got no business attacking that. I, I watched 2,000 Mules. I think it makes a compelling case that there were abuses in the election system in many parts of the United States. Do I, I, I would, I'm going to wait for corroborating evidence that their conclusion that they underestimated the numbers of the votes uh, that, that were involved and that that estimate was enough to have actually overturned the election I mean, constitutionally speaking, no, there is no such provision for that. So there is that. If you don't respect the the process, then democracy is an afterthought. Democracy is a moot point if you don't respect the process. I I absolutely believe, and I think the evidence is out there, that there were abuses, that there were things that deserve scrutiny. And in fact, my biggest threat I see to democracy right now is the fact that you have a whole lot of people who are saying that any calls for scrutiny of the electoral system at all are, quote, election denialism. This whole idea that they're trying to shout out and shout down anyone who, who investigates the election is toxic and corrosive to democracy itself. And every bit as big of a threat in the long run as January 6th was. 
as as far so do I think the election was rigged against Donald Trump? No, I don't. Do I think the election was completely honest in every corner of the United States and that the pandemic changes didn't have a deleterious effect on the election? No, I do believe that that all of that is true. That deserves a firm investigation. And dear Lord, I hope Kim Crockett wins the Secretary of State election so we can start unearthing all the bodies that are buried out there. Let's go to Shoreview. Bob, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, widespread cheating in the 2020 election wasn't proven in court. That's true. But I still maintain that the main way that cheating was done in 2020 was the mainstream media slandering President Trump and distorting whatever he said. And oh, did. of course. I mean, absolutely. The voters. It yeah. absolutely is. No, the information war against Donald Trump was uh, was was I don't want to say an abuse of the First Amendment. It shows you one of the downsides of free speech, uh, which isn't a downside at all. It's just something that informed people have to be aware of. No, absolutely. The information war against Donald Trump was was a toxic, ugly thing. Uh, and, and to the extent that it, that it brought in some of the institutions of government that we're supposed to be able to trust. In fact, that we need to be able to trust to have a functioning uh, rule uh, a functioning self-government, it was in, It was also an assault on democracy, quite frankly. The fact that you have the FBI participating in uh, D- Democratic National Committee information operations like the Steele dossier, and that you had the FBI colluding with big tech, with Twitter and Facebook, to gun deck the, the Hunter Biden story, which, according to some surveys after the election would have changed enough votes to have put Donald Trump back in office. That is absolutely uh, a a huge problem to democracy. Is it in and of itself enough to say the election was rigged? Well, of course, people who support the Democrats are going to have a one-sided approach to their messaging. It's no more, that no more rigs than the, uh, the election than the fact that conservative talk radio was largely behind Republicans, if not entirely behind Trump. I mean, it's rigged on our side of the fence. Yeah. We are in lockstep mostly behind our candidates as well. That does, And the fact that they have more power and more sway with voters is certainly a uh, it plays, it plays a role in it. It does not mean that the constitutionally mandated process uh, that put Joe Biden in, in office was something that we, need, that we should abandon without immense care and due process. No, I mean, the media's opinion is not an element of law. It's not an element of the constitutional process. Is it a sign that we had people that were uh, unfairly putting their fingers on whatever part of the scale they could get their hands on? Absolutely. Uh, but that's, that's not a justification to torpedo the constitutional process. That's the hill we as conservatives do need to fight for, ladies and gentlemen. Jack Tomczak up next. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America.
Bible League International with an urgent plea. You know Christian persecution in the 20th and 21st centuries exceeds all previous 19? I mean, that tells you that we're addressing what is arguably the number one issue facing the global church. Christians are paying a heavy price simply for believing Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. This woman in South Africa was hated by her family now that she's come to Christ, but here's her reaction when she finally got her own Bible. You were in Mpumalanga. The lady there, she knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. AM 980, the mission listeners, you're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleless persecuted believers all over the world. You've done that for about 400, but our goal is 1,600. We're short and we need to ramp up in the coming days, so please pray about it. And then at $5 a Bible, $100 since 20, would you make your most generous gift by calling 800-YES-WORD? 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at am980themission.com and God bless you for caring. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. AM 1280, the three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.